commence primary ignition. This is Star Wars. Look out! You may fire when ready. From the bright center of the galaxy, I'm Greg Skondak, and you're seeing the Core World News, your holiday news service providing in-depth coverage for the latest stories from around the galaxy. Welcome to a special edition of the Pillars of Star Wars, Creatures and Aliens. Now for your host, Ben Grant and Adam, to discuss the many aliens and creatures that populate the Star Wars galaxy. All right, uh, thank yeah. you very much, Grex. Welcome, yeah, welcome back. Yeah, yeah. Welcome back, Grant. Welcome back, Rex. Um, good to have you Whoa, here. Those names sound similar. Yeah, a little. It's, and once again, it's just no relation. Completely random that they were both out on the same the same night. Yeah, no, it always happens. Yeah. Work that way. I like Tam Sheck too, but uh, he was a good. Yeah, yeah. Appreciated him there. Uh, yeah, guys. Uh, great to see you again. Great to be doing another pillar. Um, we're just going to keep hammering away on these pillars because I, I feel they're important. I think we feel they're important and they're fun to talk about because they're what sort of differentiates Star Wars and what makes them cool from other sci-fi um, and other great stuff. So this week we are going to talk about um, creatures and aliens. Um, this was originally going to be a three-pronged thing where it was like droids, creatures, and aliens, but I think we just were like, let's just talk about droids this week and then yeah. proceeded to talk about that for about um, two hours an hour and a half yeah two hours we were um, thinking about you know doing creatures as its own thing and aliens as, as its own thing as well but yeah this is gonna work guys we're gonna fit it all in because we got so many more pillars to get through so yeah yeah there's a lot we can talk about though with this yes actually i finally tried to organize ourselves a little bit and um if you go on our discord server and now we have a, we're very organized now on, uh, you can find us core world news at Twitter or uh, Instagram. And if you go into our bio, we have a link tree and it has all the links to all the different ways you can listen to us, um, listen to the podcast, but it also has um, our discord invite uh, invite now. So um, if you want to chat with us on our discord, the invites right there for anyone who wants to click the link. And um, we just got a, a new member uh, today. Is it a rocket ball? Um, Rocket, Dell. Said. Rocket Dell. Rocket Dell. Rocket Dell. Rocket Dell. Welcome. Uh, I know he's a listener. Uh, great person. Great guy. Uh, well, hopefully we'll have him on the show soon. But um, yeah, there's going to be a game at the end. I hope he's playing along with us because uh, it's going to be fun. Yeah, it's going to be a blast. So, um, anywho, uh, yeah, we're going to keep building up these pillars. Um, and if you go onto the, the Discord pillars you know, group, um, I just updated uh, episode numbers for all the pillars that we've done so far. If you get into it or want to listen to it, otherwise, um, we're going to keep going with these episodes and then we're going to do a wrap when we're done. But um, the droids episode was episode 138. So if you want to listen to that, that's there. Um, and yeah, it has episode numbers for, for all of those. But um, yeah, this week we have uh, aliens and creatures. You want to start with uh, some alien talk right now? Talk about uh, the aliens in uh, Star Wars? Sure. Yeah, that sounds a, easy. And like, this is topic. a tough one to t approach, right? Because do we yeah. talk about it, for, you know, chronologically, like the the order of the films, like episode one to, you know, nine? Or do we just do you want to dive in when, the, you know, in release order or we go back to four, you know, and then work through the original trilogy because i feel like i feel like we gotta pay tribute to the original trilogy because that's where they really started to give yeah. these alien prosthetics yeah. screen time and like really explore makeup and 
you know, uh, special effects with with uh, puppetry and all that, all that sort of stuff in the original trilogy. And I think they were very daring to do so then. And it's almost like we should start there. It's yeah. Right? Start with Jawas and Tuskens almost like start I'm always right a fan there. of release order. Right. Like yeah. that's how I like to have discussion because it's the production order. But I think I think maybe a good place to start even before that is talk a bit about, you know, what do we mean by including aliens as a pillar like what makes that a pillar of star wars what do we mean by alien not like a literal definition of it but what do we expect to see in a star wars right. movie when it comes to aliens yeah i think that's a great point and i think actually casual jason brought it up like in galaxy they should be called non-humans not aliens they should be called non-humans I mean, yeah makes one sense right. um because it's kind of uh myopic if you just call them aliens but um, yeah, I mean, if we don't have aliens in Star Wars, we have a much different sci-fi story. We have the Expanse or something, right? Like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's, the the non-humanoid not... characters are really special because I think Star Wars was, you know, one of the first sci-fi franchises to do them in a way where it felt just super immersive, and yeah. you yeah. really just believed when you saw these these um, these makeup and prosthetic, you know, and. I think that makeup and prosthetics is important because I think what you might hear a bit from me tonight is a distinction from Star Trek, which is probably another close sci-fi property that has a lot of aliens in it. Now, granted, this is comparing a TV show from the 1960s to a major motion picture more than a decade later or about a decade later. So you have differing costs and ability to do stuff but when you look at the aliens from the original star trek series they were just humans with like a prosthetic here a a different skin color that we don't see on earth you know ears things like that so that's part of the thing is that when you get to star wars these are fully prosthetic really the closest we've seen in a long time in movies to just non-humanoid right like just fully quote-unquote alien and you got to think George was, you know, uh, influenced by like Ray Harryhausen and the early mm-hmm. sort of like, uh, you know, stop motion attempts with monsters. And I was about and to say, especially trying when to get to do the that, trying to do yeah. that lifelike yeah. and uh, and and sort of uh, live action it, it is kind of amazing and kind of daring. And I think they pulled it off like the the obviously the original trilogy just was, you know, spectacular. In in, ter- yeah. in terms of uh, its, its visuals, but um, I think it, you never lost focus of the the world and the story when you're in those places. Where in other films, you you would you'd get it would kind of take you out if you saw bad makeup or you know creature design that was moving strange or something. It just everything was just so sharp in the original trilogy. I think just the production work overall was amazing. Yeah, that was the thing. Like they started with such a high bar. I think the first non-human you see in uh, in A New Hope are Jawas, right? Yeah, I think so. And yeah. I mean, it's and it's like very subtle. It was just like like red eyes or yellow eyes um, in a dark in dark hood, and they're small and like sort of red eyes are off-world Jawas. Thank you, yellow eyes. Thank you, thank you, Grant. Um, <laughs> but. Um, yeah, but it was done. It was like some sort of creature that's like of your your memory, but it instantly is like, oh my gosh, we're in a different world. What is all this? And then when Tuscans, and you're like, wait, that's totally those are not Jawas. It's like some other thing. But it, I've really felt like it made the movie more immersive. And suddenly you are like, I'm in a different place now. Yeah. And um, and that that's kind of the role they take. And also, sort of, you're talking about Star Trek, Adam. I think they play a different narrative role. Like in Star yeah. Trek, yeah. Yep. they use sort of 
it's a more classic sci-fi where the different alien species sort of are metaphor for yeah. different points of view and in, in philosophy it's and then, the meeting of cultures right, right. we talk about in and and when we get to star wars and this is something i, I want to talk about is like it's a, it's it is a it is a it is a world where aliens and humans or non-humans and humans interact on a daily basis like yeah. in like the bar i mean that's the thing i think about is like right. you go to like you go to the bridge of the enterprise and that's like this is utopia utopia aliens and humans working right. together but then when when you go into the the the, the crux yeah. of any star trek show it's the meaning of two different cultures that are clashing you go to star wars every type of of alien is at a bar drinking together right like like it's right. just like it's yeah, we get the, the cantina world. pretty early yeah. on, and like yeah. that's you know wretched highs of, of scum and villainy. Again, no offense to non-humans, but those just have, those non-humans happen to be uh, wretched and and yeah. crazy, and uh, yeah. yeah, and that that was the first time you're like, whoa, yeah. this galaxy's massive. Look at all these different species, and I think yeah. they serve yeah. that purpose, uh, the you know that core purpose of Star Wars to make the galaxy feel bigger. You're yeah. just like we're in some backwater, and there's a million species in this bar. Yeah, and that's the. This is all the work of Rick Baker, the, the master makeup yeah. artist, um, creature design artist, uh, and and just so many original designs in that cantina, and just felt so amalgamated that it felt like it felt um, just felt diversified, and it felt diverse in that space, and it just it felt adventurous, and it felt uh, exotic. Uh, it just, I don't know, it just was perfect, but also dangerous and seedy. There was you know characters doing nefarious things like just. Uh, smoking and drinking and just around the corners in the dark and the shadows lurking and there's then, wolf you know, men there yeah there's like a werewolf yeah. and yeah you know, there's like a devil-like character yeah. right the dabaronian yeah. right <laughs> yeah. it just like looks like yeah, yeah. The de- like the devil's like there's like a butts and drinking beers like what's going on there's, there's also so a random dude in a space suit that seems out of place and <laughs> yeah. weird you know yeah but uh so classic classic and then I, then mirrored later in um uh force awakens yeah as I, so castle i kind of do this when we do these pillars i try to like think of the nine main movies and then or the skywalker saga and i also lump in obviously solo and i try to think of like it's what we're doing it's like what is the what's the common theme like what do we see in all of them and, and i broke it down to two main when i think about aliens i think of them in two ways in star wars and i'd like to get your thoughts on this and, and to add to this is that i feel first aliens are necessary as part of the core group um and this is the, what like the core ensemble. Yeah, the core ensemble. I think that this violated not violated. That sounds really like my yeah. rule has been violated and broken. But I feel like that that doesn't necessarily work in all the films. Um, I think it works in all the Skywalker films, mostly because of one character that we'll talk about. Uh, and then <clears throat> the other thing I think of as and I care what this does as part of a fully realized world. And I, almost what I'm saying is there there's almost there should be a scene or there's often a scene, I should say, in Star Wars where the non-humans outnumber the humans. Right? Yes. Like, there's a scene where we're shown that, like, oh, no, this this galaxy is, is, is much larger than just the humans. It reminds us that. Yeah. And that's why a Star Wars film, um, that's why uh, the alien pillar is essential to a Star Wars film, because it shows the scope of the galaxy. It just... It just broadens, you know, the scale and it just it just makes everything feel bigger. And that's what Star Wars is all about. It's always about making it feel bigger from that very first shot of the Star Destroyer. It's all about yep. space yeah. 
and how you use space. And I feel like, uh, hey, if they're going to go to a crowded location, there should be a lot of aliens there because this is a big galaxy and uh, there's a lot of cross-pollination and there's a lot of uh, diaspora of all types of species all over the galaxy. Because we've already seen that just at this random cantina. Once that tone is set, as I expect that in most yeah. populated areas. Yeah. 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 Thus it is established. Um, yeah, I actually, I think that's what drew me to Star Wars, honestly, was that diversity. And it, that where you get in that place where it's like, oh, no, you're a human in this place and there's just a lot to know. It just seemed like a fun exploratory world. I lived, I grew up in a state where everyone looked the same and it was boring. And I was like, it was nice to be like, oh, what are these people doing? What's their yeah. old deal? What are they about? You know? Um, and, uh, it was a, a fun, fun escapism, uh, there. And that's, you know, definitely a pillar of what we're doing here. Um, Adam, you, what, we, what do we have after some... that? Are we doing, are we continuing chronologically through the, a new hope? Yeah. So maybe this would be like, if, if we wanted to, I just, I do, I don't want to impose order. I think I, it's I, time, Adam. I think it's time. Well, everybody. no, so, so yeah, I was doing this earlier in another three hour zoom meeting and i'm like i'm i am the i'm the person who always like is like i'll jump in and impose rules and order to something that necessarily doesn't need it but like so if we use those two ideas right part of the core group and a scene where it's the where aliens outnumber or non-humans outnumber humans or part of a fully realized world it might be fun to just work our way through the 11 films kind of quickly and yes. point out where we see those things chronologically so do we want to start with like a new hope i think we've hit on it i mean core group is chewy right like we have Chewie's chewbacca the guy. Yeah. yeah and this is yeah. this sort of ties back to our pillar on ensemble cast which was episode mm -hmm. one, 129 if you're if you're one well, that's, that, that's my personal favorite is i mean that's the other reason i love star wars is the ensemble cast but yes yeah. there's always the i don't want to say token that's <laughs> like uh pejorative but there's uh yeah yeah, yeah. but there's a, there's like always that. one yeah. holding it down that's that's bringing some color to the group yeah. and uh yeah, Chewie's definitely the first one and uh, we see there. Uh, yeah, and a non-human character is just, it adds to that space and that right. scope of the galaxy. And if, there, if, if you don't have a Zeb or a Chewie or, um, you know, uh, these other characters, it, it, it's, it's kind of makes the galaxy feel small. And, it, and it's Star Trek. It turns into... Yeah. It turns into an all-human cast, just like running around talking to different cultures and different species, and it's it, that's not fun. It's more fun to have a diverse group exploring the yeah. galaxy, and and each one, each each member of the group can can know a little bit about, you know, their home world. And if you're if if you know it's a Wookiee and they're from um, Kashyyyk, like obviously they know they have their relations with other species, and it adds so much to what the group can do, basically. And they have their own expertise and specialties, and it's it's kind of I don't know. I I think it, it's essential to Star Wars to have the alien member of the ensemble, yeah, or the non-human. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, Adam, so do you do you want to run through both then? Who the sort of like the alien, the non-human member is, and the scenes where they yeah. The, the well, humans we, are outnumbered, sort of like outnumbered by non-humans. Yeah, I think it's a good just do it movie to movie, right? So I yeah. think that makes sense. So for A New Hope, I think we've already talked about a lot. I mean, it's the it's the cantina, cantina scene, right? Like that's. Yeah, I mean, you could argue uh, being among the Jawas and among yeah. the Tuscans is sort of when yep. you're enveloped by by this. Creature. Yeah, 
Well, and that's a good point. We we often get multiple ones, right? It's I think it's at least one in a, in a film, but sometimes we get more, right? And and I think yeah. A New Hope really set the pace for that because of that, because there's there's a few of them, right? Especially in the loaded in the first third of that movie, yeah. which I think is what really sets that tone. Yep. Yeah. And and you got to think like George is also looking at Spielberg right now and and Jaws in '75 and. Mm-hmm. Being yeah. like, oh, it's, you know, Steven's doing, you know, these films about monsters, you know, he's focusing on monsters. And then, you know, and then after this film, you know, like, or, you know, after the trilogy, um, Spielberg makes E.T. and even and does all the creature movie, does all the creature, you know, design there and the, the makeup and prosthetic work there, kind of improving on it. And then obviously gets to Jurassic Park. Like Steven Spielberg has been doing monsters this entire time as well. And it feels like. Yeah. George is like, I also you know, would like to explore this space, all the makeup and creature effects. And I feel like I feel like both of them were kind of pushing pushing that technology yeah. as as they went forward. And so that's so cool to just see the cantina scene and see the Tuscans and see all of what they did there. But other than that, I mean, like we're gonna get to creatures later, which are we're not we're not we're doing non-humanoids now, but we'll do creatures after. Is that how we're gonna yeah. frame this? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll and probably so do the I, same. We'll probably yeah. do something very similar to what we're doing right now when we talk about creatures. Right. Because yeah. we yeah. don't get a, like, aside from Tatooine, we don't get a, there aren't many more aliens nope. in, or non humanoids in the film. No, right. Once you leave right. Tatooine, apart from some creatures that we'll talk about later, you're, you're kind of done. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah there's the one part. main creature scene that's, and again, we'll talk about why creatures <laughs> are another pillar that's essential to a Star Wars film. And you need to have big monster scenes, monster moments. It's just, it's just part of the pulp. It's part of the, 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 the science fiction fantasy kind of, yeah. Uh, Serial. We, we, we could overlay creatures on this run through the movies as well if you wanted. It kind of makes sense, actually. But like, yeah. So well, we get the Dianoga scene. scene later in the film. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Dianoga. Yeah. So, that's, yeah. So we'll we why don't we I like this idea I I I think we have we will need a bigger discussion when we specifically talk about creatures about what we mean by that but one of the things I want to talk about is one of the things that I was going to do it similarly when we talk about creatures so I like the idea of doing it now is there's a monster moment yeah right so we talk about like creatures we'll talk about smaller creatures other creatures but there's always a monster moment right in yes. these films yeah. and so maybe that's a good way so we'll talk about while we're going through the films we'll talk about uh, alien in the core group. Uh, kind of scenes where aliens outnumber humans or non-humans out, outnumber humans and then the monster moment. And so yeah. Grant just hit it with it's the Dianoga, right? Like, yes. Yeah. That's in my mind. Yeah. yeah, that is. Yeah. That's yeah. That's the crazy thing where they're just like, oh, you're, you're worried about the empire the whole time. And then all of a sudden, bam, they're like, we're in trash yeah. compactor. What could possibly, you know, we're yeah. worried about getting smushed. But it was like, <laughs> nope, we're getting sucked. And at the game. time, it's like a basic tentacle monster. Like, yeah. at the time. But now yeah. they've evolved that the sort of mythos of the dino they've shown what the creature looks like now and full see one in galaxy's edge Edge. yeah Yeah. Yeah. i saw that it's pretty cool there's one in the tank in um battlefront one you go to uh solist and that you can see one in the tank but in a new hope it's like i think you see the eyeball you see the tentacles and that's about that's about it. Well, it's still, that's, that's it's, ultimately what they made. The, that, it's the that's whole fantastic. It's, it's still some tentacles. Yeah. Yeah. But it's great. Like, it's still that scene when I was a kid creeped me out. <gasps> yeah. That scene was existential dread. Like, yeah. the, the actual yeah. walls closing in with the walls closing in. And Luke is under, like, they're breathing Luke is under they're like the water. Junk water. I was like, <sighs> and no. he's under that water for a long time time like i still <laughs> i still get anxious every time i see that scene even though i know how it's gonna end because i'm like that's a long time to be like 
Because he doesn't yeah. take a deep breath before he gets pulled under. He's like screaming yeah. and then gets pulled over. So he has like no yeah. breath held. Like it's yeah. Ugh. yeah. <laughs> smelly trash water. Um, and some, yeah, some parts of the trash water, honestly. I was like, don't don't swallow that. Right. All right, let's keep uh, hustling through here because I'm yeah, excited Empire. to get to Empire. Right, Empire. Let's get cool. into it. Uh well, we got Chewie again, but we do have another possibly you can argue alien character added to our ensemble cast. Yeah, I mean Nine Nub is definitely yep. Um, well, no, he's, he plays a no, I guess he's not so much in there. Are no, you talking about the Wampa? I'm like jumping right well, to the Wampa right well, now. Well, we'll get to the Wampas in a moment. Oh, creatures. I, oh, we're talking Tauntauns? No, no, we're talking aliens. Oh. We're talking aliens, core group alien. Like, oh, well, I mean, of the, of all the bounty hunters. All the bounty hunters. We got Yoda. Don't forget about Yoda. You got Yoda. Wait, wait, we're yeah, not right. there yet. I thought I was going to I was going to like be I was going to go through Wampas. I was going to do the creature monster moment because we start with the monster. Moment start with the monster. Our, moment. Oh, so you want to do it like oh, so you want to yeah, do it like, like legit quickly, chronological, like not only chronological, but chronological in the movie. OK, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. To me, that's the easiest way to do it. So we do a quick monster. So we start with obviously we get Chewie in the hangar with Han, but, uh, you know, keeping the aliens as a main facet, a main focal point of the of the story. Uh, the non-humans, should I say. And then and then we get the Wampa scene in the cave. Yeah, it's like well, that's the, a big the monster. Tauntauns right before that, that, man. The tauntauns, yeah, and the tauntauns like the tauntauns yeah. were just gorgeous Magic. stop motion work. Yeah, that um, it was just yeah. stunning to see. And uh, I think you're right, Grant. In terms of like the monster moment, it's 100 yeah. percent the Wampa. Like that is the the monster. Right. Well, you could yeah. argue there's another one, another huge. There's some more. There's a couple moment. in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> later. Yeah, one of far grander scale later. Yeah. All right. Episode. So once you get off Hoth, well, yes, there you is. get your second monster moment. <laughs> Yeah, you get the Exegorth, the Exegorth, which is, oh, guys, like that was yeah. mind blowing to see. That really was like Ray Harryhausen. That was like a, just a giant creature. Just, yeah, it, it was really stunning to see yeah. the first time I said, yes, I watched those films. Um, yeah. But, uh, right. Then Minox. Minox. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Which was scary. That was always alarmed me when it just like latches onto the window. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. um, yeah. It's great then, jump you know, scare. Yeah, bounty hunters. We don't need that scum. Um, well, they, and, that and that's was... kind of a good example of maybe like I feel like it's a little harder in this movie to find that moment where where aliens there's more aliens than there are humans, but I think the bounty hunter scene is a good example of that, right? And and right. one thing I'll talk about when we get to some of the other movies is that um, I feel like Star Wars sometimes uses droids and aliens interchangeably. Right. Meaning that it, they're trying to achieve the same thing. Right. And so I think the bounty hunter is a good example of that, where you look at that Boba Fett. You, we know chronologically he's human. Think back to when that movie was first made. We don't know what's underneath that helmet. Right. Could right? have been a so droid. The, could have been, an, could uh, have been anything. Alien. Yeah. So the only human that we know in that scene is Dengar. Right. <laughs> is the only confirmed human. <laughs> Sadly, even at that humanoid. point, yeah, humanoid, right? So, so like, not I think that's great a... representation for us humans, but <laughs> no, no, so, yo, so that says you, says you, yeah, <laughs> team Dengar, all um, but, but, but oh, before this, obviously, Yoda, uh, and you, yeah. you, you said that off the bat, Adam, uh, yeah, and again, that's doubling down on the creature work and this new, yeah. this new non human character that's got so much screen time that it's a huge gamble. And it, it's be- it it's it's one of the most beautiful mind. work in all three films. The acting, I, the yeah, Frank Oz, still, Mark Hamill work is amazing. Yeah. 
Like every time I see Yoda, I can't believe that happened. Yeah. Because like you have like because you have Sir Alex Guinness in the first movie is like this is the person we need to legitimize our film, right? right. Like we have an Oscar winner. Like he's a sir. Like he's knighted. This legitimizes our film. I like this. I he's like this. dead. So you know who we're gonna follow him up with? A Muppet. <laughs> Yeah, trust me, it's gonna work. Think about, think <laughs> you are if you don't act with the Muppet. Yeah. They're like, they're like, please come and play a space wizard, and he's like, he's like, fine, I'll, I'll play the space wizard for George. And then, then they're like, in the next film, what do I do? It's like, oh, you talk to a small green puppet. Yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> and Luke again. That's yeah. about oh, it. Man. He was a good sport. <laughs> yeah. It's a good sport. Kind of amazing. But it, I mean, it is. It's yeah. beautiful yeah. work. It's just, I don't know. Yeah. It's iconic. Well, it, it speaks to the fact that, that creatures and aliens are a pillar, right? Exactly. Because they, yeah. I mean, it was, a, Empire was an amazing story, but like, the, he kind of had to dig to find places for the, uh, for the non-humans to be. I mean, sure. Yoda was a pillar, obviously, was he was a, a big part of that. Um, but it, like, yeah. and the bounty hunters was like, I felt like they needed some some differentiation, like some something else yeah. in the empire to like give it some color, and um and like that really livened up the scene. And then Bespin, you have Ugnots. not a lot of non humans there. Actually. No, really, just the Ugnots running around. Ugnots, I believe. Oh, yeah. Ugnots, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um yeah. all right. What uh, about return? Return? Oh, return uh, is like the probably but, has like the most rife with I would say non humans. I mean, and creatures. You, right. <laughs> you hit within the first 15 minutes of that film, <laughs> you hit all of these, right? You get your monster yeah. moment, you get your tons of aliens, and you get your yeah. and you get Chewy walking around. Yeah, I'm sure if you do a head count, it's like more than a new hope, it. even. Yeah. Is Jabba's Palace the first time we see Twilix? I, yes. Yes, you see multiple Twilix. Release order. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, um, again, think about that. Like everyone in Jabba's like palace is basically an alien. Like everyone okay. hanging around there. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, obviously the huts are the main Except attraction for, there. Skip Guard mm-hmm. Lando and Boba Fett. Like right. those yeah. are the only I mean you can but, not uh, if you if you assume Boba Fett's a human, of course. Yeah. Right. Then we get Clatoonians and we get Weakway. Um yeah, there's a there's a bunch in there. Uh, oh, Demorians, yeah. Bomar monks, Demorians, Bomar monks. Oh, yes. The um, yeah. And this that, is like so this is like a scene. mashup of like just like this the diversity of the galaxy as well as almost like a monster moment. Like yeah, I don't yeah. I don't know what I made of Jabba the Hutt the first time I saw him. It's kind of a hybrid situation. He's kind of terrifying. He's yeah. kind of like, but then obviously there's even a, the monster moment is of course the rain follows, but. It's right. It's, and then the, it was the, just scary. It was yeah. like Rancor, Sarlock, bang, bang. Just yeah. like two yeah. massive monster moments. I'm glad mm-hmm. you, you framed it that way. I, I never I never really thought about how significant the monster moments were until now, because I'm like, oh, no, those are they're massive pillars. And they're just like mainstays that make Star Wars yeah. special. And I'm, I'm wondering, as we get later into the series, like if we're missing out on monster moments, you know, how recent films and recent. Yeah. Like has Filoni done enough monster moment stuff? Like I don't know. Well, well yeah. we get well, we can talk yeah. about Book of Boba Fett. We definitely get the uh, weird Ray Harryhausen monster moment in Book of Boba. Yes, that was yeah. awesome. Like that is about yeah. as monstery as you can get. Maybe they were like checking boxes and yeah. we're like, you know what? Yeah, we forgot totally. our monster That's moment. Exactly. Like, so we're gonna yeah. do this one in there. Yeah. I mean, and then you get the rancor again, but it's like they That's needed true. their unique one. 
obviously the crate dragon in season two and then yeah. the and the mudhorn in season one mudhorn yeah so i think that's in there I, yeah. the other thing is i think you know I, talking about like thinking back to jabba's palace two of my favorite movies as a child were return of the jedi and temple of doom and yeah. those two movies share a ton of dna they're both really gross movies. Yeah. Yeah, they are gross. <laughs> gross like, they're though. very gross. And so, like, I feel like I, when we start with, like, Special that's effects. why we get so much of that, like, alien and and monster stuff at the beginning of it. Like, that like that whole opening just feels like Temple of Doom to me. Yeah. Yeah. What's interesting um, is I think in some of the – there's some new Star Wars stories they explore sort of, like, benevolent monster mm-hmm. characters mm-hmm. and things like yep. that. Like – yeah. It's not always just a creature coming, like trying to eat you. It's it's now there's now nuanced approaches to it. But right. I don't know. Maybe Star Wars needs that danger. I think you could make an argument for that. But I, I don't know. It's it's interesting. We could have a larger conversation it, when we get to creatures. It, but, it uh, takes true artistry, I think, these days to create a creature that you're like, kill it, kill it now, yeah. kill it. <laughs> yeah. You know, like that was the other. Oh, so they had a monster moment in season two, right? With the ice spiders. And you're just like, kill Oof. it. Yeah. Kill that. Yeah. thing. Nope. You nope. know, because yeah. I'm always like, why don't kill that? Like, totally. you know, I, I, you know, especially like when there's know. the force and you can communicate with it and sort right. of render right. it docile. Yeah. No, but those ice spiders need to go. This one's got to go. Yeah, the out. ice spiders, just get, yeah, nope. get them, get them out. Yeah, just star killer that planet right now. <laughs> yeah. Just like do it. Um, yeah. Uh, so, too many right. spiders. Now um, we're on to the Sarlacc prequels. monster. I mean, this is oh, right. No, we're not. Monster 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 more. Sarlacc. <laughs> Sarlacc. Yeah. I forgot about Sarlacc. Well, yeah, I mentioned the Sarlacc, you know, another yeah. big monster moment. And then yeah. off world, though, I mean, not really, uh, though we do get a couple more. The the like ensemble cast grows. Um, yeah. Nine Nubs sneaks yeah, 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 in there. Yeah. Admiral Akbar is like yeah. a major character. Yeah, I was. Yeah, we're going to get to, I think, our favorite three uh yes. non-human characters in star wars at the end I of may this or may and not have said two we may, yeah, we may have just said one, but <laughs> <laughs> um yeah why don't we get why don't we get to the prequels so, well let's... i will say don't forget uh just quick before you do ewoks ewoks yeah, ewoks. Oh, yeah. Course, yeah. Ewoks. i mean like yeah yeah Sheesh. Sheesh. Like, yeah so that's, that's that moment right of screen time yeah, yeah. Wow. it's like is, it's is cool. return is return of the jedi the most pillory of all the star wars movies yeah, it's like it like knows what the pillars are and just That's like Chris throttle on all of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe to its detriment. Yeah. Like maybe maybe to its like yeah. you know what you like this we're gonna do it three all times. Movies, all of the no, third, I, think I would I would argue the, the third film in all these in in all these trilogies sort of just goes a little too fast and it has all the time in the world. It's like yeah. I think it's allowed to have a longer running time. <laughs> I would I would give it just more time even. Like, Every, I don't know. I don't know why it needs to go so quick. The third movie in all these trilogies feel like, yeah, yeah, we got this figured out. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like someone running off the stage. Yeah. I just don't get it. Yeah, we got this. We're good. <laughs> don't worry about it. It's great. You're going to love it. We're totally going to stick this landing. <laughs> We're not going to do something that's going to make us feel like we need an additional trilogy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Every single one. I, Return of the Jedi, I think, is the most successful. I would argue. 100%. 100%. Yeah. 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 It's pretty good. It's It seals the deal at the end in a nice way, in a beautiful yeah. way, I would, I would argue. But just there's, there's some intercutting that could slow down, but it's, it's great other than that. Yeah. Uh, okay, now can we go to the prequels, please? Yes. yes. Now we can go to the prequels. prequels. We've entered the prequels. 
All right. So it, it kind of starts off pretty quick. We get to Gungan World, right? Yeah. Um, Gungan City and uh, Jar Jar, who's yeah. fantastic. Bang. Just like alien creature. Yeah, Gungans. Let's go. Yeah. Which was cool. Boss so that just... looks a little different than the other Gungans. It's okay. Yeah. You know, <laughs> man, yeah. he's a little heavy set. Okay. Just yeah. give, yeah. give a guy a break. He's enjoying his really? status. Really? He looks like it's another like species or something. Oh, no, he's man. Like a he's a totally different Gungan. Dude, that guy is. He's crushing wings and beer. I think that's 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 the life. When you're in a you know an elite, you get to just you know yeah, do whatever. Yeah. I don't really know I what know. Gungans eat actually, but I assume it's wings and beer. Maybe that's my. I, I assume he's 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 the champ at five cent wing night. <laughs> oh yeah, you don't want to be anywhere. <laughs> you you just find another restaurant. Um yeah, they're there. Uh, Nubians just just running through the movie in my mind. Yeah, oh, yeah, well, yeah. But, so Jar Jar is really any... he's the he's part of the cadre, right? He's part yeah, of the he's the key core group. And then but then we get the then we get the OPC killer and the uh whatever the whatever those whatever the Godzilla monsters are when they go through the planet core, right? We get our first oh, monster yeah. Oh yeah, that's OP the monster killer, sea killer, yeah. I believe. Yeah, that bit of red fish, it's yeah. a little fish. And then the yeah. big fish is like the what is it like the sea? Yeah, it's also it's also like overtly a sea monster name. I forget what it is, but yeah, they, a I giant thing. Not, like, I remember them not being very uh, imaginative names. It's like yeah, like sea monster or giant. <laughs> oh, a uh, gooberfish. We get gooberfish, right? So, Ooh, I think that's yeah. That's the young gooberfish. That's the small one, right? Yeah, it's called the Sando Aqua Monster, the one that has like the <laughs> muscular physique and yes, sort of snatches the tiny redfish. Yeah, yeah. I call in, him in, in scale of relative. Yeah, scale. I I call him Godzilla, but we can yeah. move on. Godzilla. Yeah, <laughs> Sando Aqua Monster. Kaiju battle of the Sando Aqua Monster yeah. versus the Zillow Beast. I would I would pay to see that. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh, that would be good in our sequel sequel trilogy. There, it's going to be <laughs> like an age match. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, uh, Vader's great great grandson. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh, that's right. Because yeah. there's a colo clawfish that chases them too. Right. That's the first thing. Like when they. That's turn right. Up, there's a lot it's, of it snaps its jaws. Yeah. And then you get the op. That's what gets it damaged. So the, and the first one's the, the gooberfish because he's like, "Ooh, large gooberfish," and then the claw beast, and then the sando yeah. monster. I think. And then the op. In the, a lot of the lot nesting of, dolls. A lot of aquatic of, fish. Yeah. Uh, in this sort of uh, in this in this big, this this part of the film, um, but again, I mean, killer, right? This, right off the bat, Moyans, which you said, which was great. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. after this moment, we get to Naboo, which is another human population, which is yeah. was kind of odd when you when you got there. You were like, oh, there's like would have been nice maybe to get a few non-humans as like guards or something. I don't know. Like why wouldn't, why wouldn't someone be there? Well, yeah, I think that very... was the point, right? It was like talking about the class division along right. species line, you know, in the, on that planet. And that was, that was one of the, I mean, it was political commentary, but um, I think that was why they, they went, it's they went point. all human on there. Yep. Um, and then we uh, go to Tatooine again. Yeah. Again. <laughs> um, we see Mos Espa this time, right? Yep, Sespa. Yeah, and then, yeah, and then lots, 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 lots of yeah, lots yeah. of non-humans there. But famously, I mean, our our Watto, everyone's favorite Toydarian Watto. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gosh, yeah, I'm just gonna type his name down real quick. <laughs> no reason. <laughs> no reason. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we got Watto. But we also have like when we look at the um, the 
the race scene, right? Like we we get the, oh, the yes. like it's all aliens Not apart humans, from yeah. Anakin because it's specifically Sebulba said no human. Doug. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Doug, especially yeah. dangerous Doug. Yeah. Oh, the Dugs. Yeah. Yeah. There's even like the what's his name like Ben Quadraneros. No, Photosynbead. <laughs> Anno Dewey. What's his name? The the two headed announcer. Like ah. Oh, uh, Foyd Fod and Bean. No, Foyd and Fod and Bean. Yeah, those get that. That was just great. That was gotta hurt. Loved it. It's gotta hurt. I don't care. Ben Quadranero. Yeah. I don't care what universe you come from. Which, by the way, is the most confounding line. Yeah. A lot of non-humans in the stands too. Yeah. But but this is the line. This is the line that breaks my brain every time I hear it. Is I don't care what universe you come from. That's gotta hurt. That implies that in Star Wars we have a multiverse. Not what, what galaxy you come from, what, what universe you come from. Come from. Right. Yeah. It <laughs> There's was a multiverse system. in Star Wars. Yeah. Solar system. Don't. Shh, don't shh. Let's not. Let's not. It's an expression. It's, You're not Ask wrong, George. Adam. You're Ask not George. Wrong. He wrote that line. Right. A solar system would have made more sense, right? Yeah. Okay. There's a scene where all the different Anakins will meet each other. No. Well, you do no. see the ET species in the Senate, and then you know that if this yeah. was a long time ago and it got to be far, far away, and yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, uni though. Yeah. All right. Uh, and then once <laughs> we're, we're we? off there, What's then we're happening? just back to Naboo, right? That's where we go. Yeah. And that's the thing. Well, Darth Maul obviously a Zabrak. Uh, yeah. Yep. And part of the core cast, right? Maybe not yeah. the core ensemble, but yeah. Yeah, his yeah. own sort of dark side ensemble. That's. Um, yeah, up there. Yeah, um, then you get the Jedi Council, which right, yeah, yeah, we got our Yarl poof. I mean, our, I, yeah, we've what? said it before, and I want to reiterate it. Is just like you know, you can, you can, you can hit on the prequels for a lot of things, but in terms of a number of non-humans and alien characters, I mean, the the prequels have it above any of the other Star Wars movies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. George was flexing the you know green screen and um, CGI, and was like, let's go, like I. This is, I mean, it'll always be the best galaxy world building <clears throat> live action for me. I, that's why I still adore the prequels because it just takes you there. You're like, talk about immersion in like the galaxy far, far away. It's just you're surrounded by foreign bodies all the time. Like, yeah. You know, um, and, and I love it. You know, Kiati Mundi, like, come on. It's yeah. great. Uh, yeah. Attack of the Clones. We want to get that yeah. and go there. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess they sort of start marginalizing Jar Jar at this point. Yeah, um, yeah. But we have the, you know, the the chase through Coruscant and the Coruscant bar. The so you got another Sam bar. Wessel. Yeah, Sam Wessel. Oh, yeah, yeah Sam Wessel. Which, which Sam Wessel yeah. was not a shapeshifter until, like, very late, I think, in the production or, like, mm. after principal photography. Like, George right. was like, let's make her a Claudite, like, alien. And so... <laughs> That was cool. It was cool that that yeah. was like we got an alien, we got a non-human bounty hunter right away. Yeah, it was like it's true. Thought yeah. it was a human, but no, it's a non-human. Yeah, I feel like that bar though. I feel like when we got course on bar, I, it seems very human to me. When what? I think about that scene, I don't. Other than like, uh, it's just minimal. Us, it feels like minimal makeup. Like Sleaze like Sleaze Bagano has like antennae, and there's like yeah, yeah. or like there's yeah. just. I mean, we'll get we'll get plenty of aliens, but I think again that yeah. was an interesting commentary. I don't know if he was making a commentary about like is Coruscant more, um, you know, is there more, you know, just what's the word I'm looking for? Brains are higher, like the, shutting the down. Class, 
uh, hierarchy yeah. systems. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, are, there, are there humans above like repressing other species or something like that? Is that because yeah. like yeah, maybe, I know in uh, Nitro Republic games when you were on that that city world, you go down to like the, the lower levels. And it, it seems like you're you're dealing with um, like other um, right other aliens, other non humans. Yeah, I think that's very much part of it because I mean the Empire as we're going there, I mean they were an autocratic like supremacist like human supremacist like entity, right? Yeah. They they didn't let almost any, you know, non-humans into their ranks at all, other than Thrawn, yeah. you know, Thrawn and like one other guy. I, you know, I, I, yeah, I got to think it's it just budgetary restraints, honestly, though. I, I can't I think, think it was, it's commentary. It's like, it commentary. it's like makeup, like it's that's pricey to do so many you know, make about yeah. But we get like but we get lots of aliens later in this movie. So part of me feels like. I, I'm going to give George the benefit of the doubt and say, which I rarely ever do. That's a weird sentence coming from my mouth. Yeah. But I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt and say it is commentary. I feel like, like the empire is commentary, for right? Sure. The M and the empire is coming, so. and the seed of the empire's power is Coruscant, and the empire was not a hard sell to the galaxy, right? If you think about it, like, like people are just like, oh yeah, I agree with that. Like you, you know, like I feel like people were just tacitly agreeing the stuff that was already starting to come together. I mean, it feels very um yeah it just feels very separate in in that's, course yeah, that's interesting commentary if that's what he's doing but um if, yeah if, i agree with if. you it felt like yeah. it felt like it felt like anakin and obi-wan were basically interacting with humans most of the time it didn't feel like the, yeah. and then i think they just try to maybe in post made zam wessel a claudite because i think he just wanted to up the the non-humans yeah. well and that character is not part of that world right felt like in terms of like enough non-humans in camera let's make yeah. this bounty hunter a non-human character i mean which makes if sense you want, if you want to talk about class battle and like where this is headed and like whether anakin knows he's fighting on that side or not he is because you get then you get him slaughtering tuscans then yep. you get the uh panaki arena right and yeah. Yeah. the uh you know and it's just they're just killing non-humans it's like slaughtering non-humans with all the uh geonosians and yeah, yeah. um yeah. and, and the, the the most of the separatists you know, force are non-humans, right? Right. Yeah. And um, yeah, I was going to say like that, that's one of the big scenes that we get that's similar to like the bar scene is the separatist committee meeting. Yeah. Right. We get like, we get all of the non-humans together in a boardroom and those are the people who are separatists. Right. Right. You know, I mean, I think it's really telling. I'm, I'm not like, okay, I love episode two. I may have already taught, I may have just yeah. now talked this up <laughs> one more spot on my list. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because there's like there's commentary here that I wasn't even realizing. And just like because... full on gray aliens in that movie, which is yeah, it's true, absolutely yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, let's not forget about yeah, that. Like, but like, how telling is it? it is? Oh yeah. But like, how that... telling is it that the separatists are all non-human, right? Yeah. The ones who don't want to be part of 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 the of the galactic you know Senate anymore, like could feel this wave, right? Could feel the yeah. wave of of this coming, and we're just like, no, right. we're out. Though they were also sort of oligarchs of the oh yeah the galaxy like, <laughs> at the same time you know, yeah, Serrano, yeah. I, you know obviously he's king, but yeah everyone else it's the it's the oligarchy alien oligarchy good good point I'm not arguing for the Nemoidian Empire or, no but it, or if it was others, like, like oh well we're yeah. being repressed by the humans suddenly they're more you know which they yeah. kind of are all the the right. and most like it, I feel like most fleets like the Chiss and the Togrudas and stuff in the novels and the ancillary materials like I don't think there's it feels like it's not very diverse it feels like it's mainly no. just that that non-human um species that are you know right. people. 
but I'm stoked about those novels. I want to go, you know, like I loved how in, you know, Mandalorian and uh, Book of Boba, we got a deep dive into Tuscans. Like that was really cool to like find yeah. out more about a, a specific right. species, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, when they do a deep dive, literally, um, no pun intended, on like uh, Mon Cala in some of the comics and some of the, you know, um, animations, it's really fun. Yeah, I think you, I think, yeah, Petronaki Arena, Genosins, and then obviously that monster scene in the arena. Oh, yeah. That's before the, the clones. That's oh, the monster right. scene. Of that's the monster scene, too. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Another one where you're like, kill it, kill it right now. Yeah, <laughs> the Nexu and the Reek and the, yeah, mm-hmm. um, that was that was a spectacular monster scene too. I remember being riveted by that. I, I found that finding that moment riveting uh, in the theater, watching that moment. I thought that was just really, really cinematic, just fun. Yeah, that um, movie ends so strong. <laughs> this is not me like trying to convince everyone to love episode two, but like but, I remember but, sitting in the theater. What's that? But we will try to convince I, you. If you ask. I I saw that movie midnight. And I had a, I was last minute midnight screening, and then I had a 9 a.m. ticket the next morning because that's the one I was originally going to go to that I pre-bought. And so the the midnight I went on a whim, and I remember being like leaving the theater, going, ah, I can't wait for that last scene. And to be honest, it was like I was not hot on the movie, but I didn't hate it. And then I remember waking up at like eight after getting like four hours of sleep, right, and being like, oh man. I just have to make it to the Yoda fight. Like I just want to see the Yoda <laughs> yeah. fight again. But I, I really enjoyed the second half too. But 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 like just knowing that it was going to end on such a like weirdly dour note, but such a high adventure and action moment. Like that whole last, like that the climax of that movie is amazing. Yeah, movie's great. Movie's great. Yeah. Why don't we uh, keep yeah, just the, moving along? This is a seven-hour podcast. Sure. Um, All right, Ben. Got a uh, uh, Return of the Sith. Yeah, Revenge of the Sith. Sorry, I always yeah. get that wrong when under the gun. Um, gosh, I mean, well, they're fighting the separatists. Uh, I feel like there's get... not as much in this one. No, like this one's this one's a war. General thing. Grievous, yeah. right? Is like, yep. yeah, I don't know if he, yeah, like, yeah, he's yeah. not a creature, but it's no, a, no, he is a he's yeah, he is like a Dracula esque monster. He is, but he's I can't. I, I mean, maybe on a technicality, I'll give it to you, but like, okay. He's I, a hybrid I, like Jabba to me. He's almost like non-human yeah. character representation, but also like a monster. Like a he's very up. yeah. I mean, he's very monstrous. You're right. Yeah. But I think is this the movie where we don't get a monster mo- moment? That's there's a couple that I, I was really interesting to get your thoughts on we, these. And this is this, this is one of the, the benevolent. This is the beginning of the benevolent monster moment with the Varactyl and the sort of like Obi riding the, the yeah. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. The same, I thought about the Varactyl as well. Know. Yeah. But I think you're right. I think the way they squeezed it in was grievous. I think this is, was there. Again, I don't know if they're consciously thinking about these things, but I, I think you're right. I think, I mean, he is very great, as you mentioned, very Dracula-like. Um, yes. His death is very, it shows his inhumanity. Like that, his death scene, like he yeah. just has one beating heart and like it clearly fries out all of his biological organs. It's really gruesome when you actually watch that scene. Yeah, right. And it's really just, his heart and his eyes cord. are cut in his final cord are kind of the only thing left. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Great, great sound design in that moment too. Yeah. Right. But I, so I was hoping I was wrong, but I can't think of any other monster moments in uh, episode three. Yeah. No, I mean, well, we I'm going to send it. We get a lot of Senate and the Senate is jam packed. Lots of aliens. Members. A lot of uh, aliens. Yeah. The Chagrian. Um, yeah, Mazameda. Mazameda. Yeah. 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 
Um, but yeah, there's no real monsters. The Umbrian, uh, what's her name? Um, Slymore. Yeah, Umbar. Yeah, Umbarian. Uh, yeah, the Powen, right? She's, oh, the she's, Powens. The Powens. The Powens is the yeah is the one yeah. where when I saw Don't them, I was like when I was there, I was like. I thought they were bad characters, right? Because I mean, they're tall. Yeah. They look like Dracula, spiky teeth, and all that. Yeah, I was like, sharp teeth, but then yeah. they end up helping, you yeah. know, the, the Republican forces. We might want to we want to pause on the Powans. Okay, <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> right? Did we miss a big monster moment? No, I I don't think we do. I, I there's I, the uh, there's the opera scene, um, but again, not really. Not, you know, I mean, right? There's the swimming in the tank. It's almost like a theatrical. It's the opera. Yeah, the opera. Itself. Right, but it's not really creatures. Um, yeah. there's I don't think that we don't get a monster moment in this. No, obviously, but obviously we get the we do get the um, uh, the arrest of Pal of. Palpatine, which features some non-human Jedi. Um, yeah, lots yeah, of like so you get lots, Jedi, lots you get Jedi Council, you get Jedi. Tons of diversity. aliens. Yeah, there's tons of aliens Alien. in this. I mean, the Senate alone is yeah. the Senate's I mean, kind of like the anti-like cantina scene, right? These are all the um, and Yoda's your your kind of your major. Yeah, you get a lot of Yoda. Your major yeah. alien part of the ensemble, but I mean, I was just googling and trying to look for creatures in Revenge of the Sith and. When you do that, the only thing that constantly comes up is is the Vractal, right? As Grant, you already yeah. mentioned. So okay. I really think I think it is. I think I think they kind of just thought that plus General Grievous gets you your monster stuff. But I like this idea, Grant. I'm talking kind of I, I can't remember how you you benevolent you, you phrase it. Benevolent monsters. Yeah. yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, right. Because you'll get you'll get loath wolves and you'll get right Texas and you'll get you'll get Fothiers and you'll get you know. Sirens, and you know you'll get all all types of benevolent monsters later that are fantastic. Yeah. It's just, yeah, and right. this all it's actually pretty poetic because this all started after Anakin tamed that reek in Episode Two. Now you're getting a lot of these moments where people are connecting with monsters, and it's not it's mm. not always trying to eat the eat the hero. Yeah, and there's um, gosh, we, was that a mud horn in the in the arena? Was that's that a, a reek? A reek? It's, it's called a reek. A reek. Okay. Yeah. They're very, okay. they're similar, but yeah. All right. Um, yeah. So sequel trilogy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, or are we just going to go through the nine or did you want to go through um, uh, Rogue I was One Solo as well? Let's just do the nine. Well, we're we're, we're the doing it. Game at the end and... Yeah. I, let, why don't, well, I do kind of want to, why don't we do release order? So we'll, we'll do that. We'll, I, I do want to let's do like very quick when we talk about the <laughs> Star Wars stories. All right. It's yeah, because they're there. great ones. In those, but but, but in, yeah. in episode seven, I, mean, I think episode seven, we kind of covered a lot of it already in terms of like we know the the alien scene is really at Maz Kanata's. Right. We have a lot of the alien. Rathar right. is our monster moment. Yeah. We have Chewie's back. Right. So we got Chewie as part of our. You get a lot on Jakku, yeah. though, before that. And then. Yep. Yeah, yeah, a lot on Jakku. A lot going yeah. on there. Even on Plute is gets some screen time and he yeah. is, he is a non-human character. Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't yeah, have his spe- I don't have his species. There uh, are monster moments in the the dunes of um Jakku as well. There's sure. one that like sort of lives that with the like, you know, the two eyes sort of the hammerhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, right, the hammer thing, the the steel uh, pecker. Yeah, and yeah, there's there's some beasts of burden. It's like that water, that like big snort, like right. 
big snouted that pushes Finn creature. out of the way. Yeah, yeah the water uh, thing that's kind of fun. The Night Watcher worm is that thing that it's just eyes come out. Okay, it it's actually yeah. a giant, giant right. sort of like sand dwelling. Uh, what looks like kind of like a insect. It's 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 crazy. Right, uh, I've seen the under the sand photo. It's like massive, right? But it just yeah. has like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Massive. Massive. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of love that. I mean, you would never know, but yeah. Um, right. Yeah, Jakku's got a lot, and then Maz's castle. We get our we get our first taste of the Duwatin, that giant mm-hmm. new yes non-human great edition yeah. Uh, um, Red Raider. His name's Grum Grumgar. <laughs> uh, the Duwatin there. Took yeah. the time to look that up. Thank you. I, I appreciate yeah. that, Grant. It's nice. You get the Dengue sisters. Those like mosquitoes. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> straight yeah. up mosquitoes. <laughs> yeah. Pretty yeah. great. Um, so yeah, uh, that's Abinettos all over this film. Like, yeah, yes, yeah, the big, it's the big, like it's the big addition everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, another big addition there. Yeah, pilots, right? And they're all named all after their, all all Beastie Boy. Uh, yeah, Beast Boy. You know, try to yeah. name. Yeah, it's cool. Um, and then well, we have Rogue One. If we do real quick, um, Boar Gullet is our monster moment. Oh, the boar gullet. Yeah, I was. I couldn't think of the monster moment, but that's a good one. You're right. Another tooth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of aliens in the early version of the uh, rebellion. Right. Yep. We get um, yeah. a lot of them surrounding yeah. them. Um, there's no alien in our main core. Right. It's all human. Right. Yeah, I think I, that's that's what that's what droid. started. I think our fervor for wanting more non-human characters yeah. in the main ensemble. I think after the sequel trilogy, we were all like, "Where is that? Like, where yeah. is that new non-human that's basically has the screen time of Chewie but gets to grow, grow and right. develop?" And we just didn't get it. They were leaning on yeah. Chewie for the Skywalker trilogy, and then in Solo, as we'll talk about in right. a little bit. But yeah. like, yeah, not not a ton. Yeah. But the there Snoke were a lot of was like you could have thought of him as a non-human. You, I mean, like I don't know. Yeah, if whatever you want to think about Snoke at that time, <laughs> Snoke could yeah, have been right. anything. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Is he human? I don't know. Did he come from human? Like whatever. We call him. I mean, at the time, I was like, what is that? Yeah, <laughs> that looks like very uh, decrepit uh, yeah. sort of flesh. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Back to the um, to Rogue One for a second, though. The yeah. other um, resistance. Uh, did yeah. have a lot of non-humans in it. A lot, lots. Uh, yeah, we have uh, Benthic two tubes. Two tubes. Yeah, that's right. Uh, kind of huge, but there's a lot. There's I forget what those smaller creatures are called. And yeah, I was trying to think of their names too. Yeah, and, uh, I'm, I'm blanking on that whole co- that whole group, but there's there's a ton in there. Yeah, uh, which was fun. They did try to make the galaxy bigger, and they really pulled. They created some new um, creatures for that, which I always appreciate. Like it. I love Rodians and I love Twi'leks and I love Aqualish, but it's just like in Wookiees and Trandoshans and all that. But I think it's more fun when they're like, there's this new creature now, though. Yeah, I know it's yeah. a lot more work, but I feel like it's, yeah. you know, if it makes the galaxy bigger, then it's worth it. That's nice, because even in in we'll talk about it when we get to Solo, right? They they add back a Rodian right into the early rebellion. Yeah. Like, so it's nice to have those to have those things. Um yeah, you see, like, so in the trailer, like, famously, you see, like, uh, 
that one guy like firing uh, like a, a machine like a machine a rapid fire blaster on like yeah. a, a heavy blaster on like on one of the gunships or something. I think that's like a a Drabotin and it's it's got like sharp teeth. It looks like almost reptilian. Yeah. Then there's Moroff, that big hairy white uh oh, like creature. Right. Yes. That's uh, oh, yeah. Goran from from Gygor. Um then you're talking about the Talpini. You see Talpini. That's what yeah. 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 Thank you. Yeah. Um, and they're also featured in the higher public books. If you're if you're reading that, there's one uh, in the uh, the Nile. Um, yeah. But then, um, yeah, you get you get a lot in Rogue One. Like they really yeah. tried to flavor the the rebellion to feel like it's a diverse yeah. organization. Whereas I feel like in the sequels, they almost uh, I guess they do, but it's it's like well, it's apart from Ab- the Ab- like Abeninos and and yeah. Nine Nub, it's yeah. there's not a ton. Not a lot. Yeah, yeah, there's some there's some Moncala in there too. Right. Yeah, Moncala. Yeah. 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 They yeah, were big. Uh, yeah. It, yeah. It, it stayed true almost to like the original trilogy with sort of like how the rebellion looked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. And then so Episode eight. Episode eight, yeah, Last eight. Jedi. So so many, so many, I think, diverse non-humans and monsters creatures in this obviously canto bite is just another so it's just packed yeah i think i think this is the peak of your benevolent monster argument grant yeah because there are no i this is the one this is the one and i love episode eight as we talked about but as as you know they tried to kind of like stay to star wars but also do some new stuff and this is the one where i could not find anything close to a monster moment in it there's lots of benevolent creatures, but not a lot of monster moments. Not a monster, movie. right? There's the, uh, the the crystal foxes. Oh, in um, Solo, we forgot the super verminoth. That would be the monster. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Oh, totally. Sumo, Solo, yeah. sumo verminoth. Sorry. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, eight's got eight's got so I like eight because it just shows the scope of the galaxy without the threat. You're basically yeah. you get to go to Canto by yeah. you get to experience the casino world. Um, the biggest threat are the human like security officers. <laughs> it's like like right. Yeah. It's cool I mean, to actually just interact with all these non-humans. And obviously, again, the benevolent monsters here, the Thala the Sirens, the Fathiers, yeah. the Korgs, yeah. the the um, you know, yeah, and the Vulpix. So, yeah. I think that's what I'd say is like the Fathiers is the closest thing to a monster moment in the film because we get their stampede. Through right. Canto Bite, totally. right? So it is. Yeah. It is kind of a monster moment. Maybe that's what people were. That's that maybe yeah. when people, yeah, when people like, um, sort of like critique that scene in, in, and sort of say they didn't get the full thrill of that moment, or they weren't fans of the Canto Bite moment. Maybe that's kind of what they were feeling, but they just did. It, maybe didn't at the time, it, I don't think I really realized that either. But there's no, just there's no danger. It doesn't feel like there's a lot of danger there, but there is some. So. It does qualify as a monster moment. Right, What's because it? they're benevolent creatures, right? So you're actually, you're rooting for the monster moment. Yeah, there's no danger to total our, our characters. The people we're rooting for. It's it's danger to the one percenters at right. Canopite. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah, and maybe that's why that 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 scene was like originally like what, like four minutes longer than it even made the um, made the movie. So, um, yeah, wild. Um, yeah. And then, I mean, we well, also get the um, the the Lanai on on Octu, the um, the those the the creatures sort of like yeah. uh, the caretakers helping. helping oh caretakers, right, the caretakers. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good alien moment. Yeah, that's great. 
you know, those are great creature designs. I love, I just love the yeah. creature work in eight specifically. And it just, I just really, really think the, the creature works spectacular there. Um, yeah. The, the crystal houses were kind of like, it was, that was another benevolent. That was almost like yeah. the reek moment in attack of the clones sort of be, the, felt the force kind of like rumbling underneath every the, yeah. the the force rumbles under every action in this movie basically and yeah you felt it especially here with the Baltics sort of like guiding Poe and the resistance out of the caves um or to to Ray and uh yeah again that's a pretty big reliance on creatures and yeah part of the story yep that's a good one and then episode nine um not a lot i mean a lot of alien work in that um we have the the like spy that gives the plans away uh that horned creature that um it's not on the tip of my tongue right now bulio uh, bulio <laughs> yeah bulio thank you yeah voice by mark Good hamill yeah. yeah oh man um mark hamill oh my gosh um <laughs> uh, yep yeah, we, and then we, um you know we get the um we get that giant slug on the Falcon. I forget his name. Um, oh, it's like very... skis or steez. Yeah. Yeah. Eeks. I, yeah. He, I feel like it was, it's just like one tracking shot past him. <laughs> yeah. They made such a big deal that's of that it. too. Before the thing, they're like, there's this great new alien. Well, you're like, what? He's a slug so, with no arms. That's a technician. And you're like, wait, yeah. what does he do? Does he like tap buttons with his tongue? I don't. Yeah. I, but, the, but I, I would argue nine maybe has my favorite creature moment. Oh, what's that? Our, our non-human character moment in all. Oh, yeah. Well, Babu, Babu Frick, like oh, oh Babu, Babu Frick, Frick. Yeah. Oh, Babu Frick. yeah, amazing, yeah. amazing, yeah, <laughs> what a yeah. genius concept, yeah, right, yeah. yeah I mean, you get I the mean, Mustafarians getting mowed down in there. Yeah, um, I mean, I also love the uh, the Sith uh, metallurgist. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> That's right. The sort of like chimp, just the chimp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that was um, amazing. What's interesting is, <clears throat> excuse me. I think there is a creature moment in the film. It's very brief when they're light speed tripping or light speed hopping uh, at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. skipping. Yeah, skipping. <clears throat> but yeah. However, I think tripping, there was totally sure originally... someone's using that name for something else. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think there's an originally there was a more of a monster moment in the film. And I think I cut out and I think that was the eye of the webbish bog. Oh, oh I yeah. think that was that supposed was to be monster. our monster moment. That was that it. Just didn't happen. Yeah. Oh, wow. Gosh for, you know, yeah. Yeah. Just it, was it, cut. That it was a three hour yeah, movie. Um, uh, OG oh, Bastoon is a non-human character that's huge and it like a plays a plays a role of it, like, apparently yeah. a massive role. In, right? Yeah. <laughs> Backstory of um right and then i mean you could say the the sith cultists we don't really know uh what species they they are are, but they seem sort of non-human yeah well there's the snake moment with ray oh yeah the snake moment that's it there you go that's it that's the one yeah and it's actually a really powerful monster moment yeah yeah and it's great because it's great because it poetically rhymes with the the knowledge she learned that she's the you know granddaughter the evil sheep palpatine yeah. And and that, you know, he is a he was snakish in his ways throughout life. It's sort of this beautiful moment. But then she finds the goodness in this, and it rhymes with well, episode two. It's, it's that it's monster. It's that benevolent, benevolent monster moment yeah. kind of done best. I think of high all the films, threat. right? Yeah, because because yeah. really completely, you, 
you yeah, yeah. when it's first introduced, you're like, oh no, this is bad. This creature's gonna kill them. And then Ray's <laughs> just realized, no, it's just angry and aggressive because it's injured. Let me heal it. And it, you know, like it's it's a really beautiful moment. I that moment still, I remember seeing it the first time yeah. in, the, in in the theater and really being touched by it. Really, the first time I yeah. saw it. Yeah, it's yeah. It's growing on me, guys. I will say, I will. I say agree. Yeah. Slowly yeah. but surely, I will yep. like that movie someday. <laughs> it keeps increasing with every viewing yeah. of it. No it's one's giving it. Viewings. I can't believe people who still won't give it a chance. I'm like, you know, there's there's good work in there. Yeah, right. The more we on. talk about it, um, the more you sort of understand what went on. I mean, I understood right away, but you guys, obviously, you'll catch up. <laughs> we're looking at it from this angle. Do you guys really not like it? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but, like, we're just highlighting these monster scenes and these non-human characters, and, and yeah. I feel like... <laughs> I feel like if we looked at this film in other, from another angle, from another point of view. Uh, I mean, is it, is it like a directorial masterpiece? I mean, but is it a good Star Wars movie? Like, those are perhaps two different did questions. They, did they watch episode eight? <laughs> did, did, they, did they see what happened at the end of that film? I mean, they made some references to it. They sure did. Actually, they tied off a lot of questions that were raised in episode yeah. eight, which I'd be yeah. happy to do yeah. on another okay. podcast. <laughs> I don't know. I saw a very different film after that that eighth film. I was like, oh, that there's this now this should happen, and then I don't know. It was yeah, Palpatine. But <laughs> gotta love Sheev. Um, that's it. I think we did it. We did them all. Yeah, we 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 got through all eleven movies, and so we're not touching like, the other stuff. But it's all there. Non-humans and creatures essential to Star Wars storytelling. Yeah. Your non-human characters to broaden the scope of the galaxy, your creatures to create the thrill of classic, you know, swashbuckling fantasy epics and science fiction epics. Um, yeah, I think it's just, it's it's all just great storytelling. And it goes back to, you know, literature and Grendel and, yeah, you know, um, the Cyclops and Medusa, yeah. like St. George and the Dragon. Like, it's just, you need these monsters. Like, it's classic fantasy. Like, you yeah. just got to have fantasy. You gotta I have, have been talking about um, Hero of a Thousand Faces with my wife um, mm-hmm. because she's teaching that to her students, her high Most school students cool. right now. Wow. Um, yeah, because she's a she's a English teacher for high school students. And so she's teaching the hero's journey and showing a lot of different Amazing. clips of films and things to talk about it. And so That's my mind's fun. been kind of centering around that. Um, I will argue that the J.J. Abrams Star Trek movie is the perfect example of the hero's journey. Because um, well, it was just a copy of A New Hope. Yeah, exactly. Um, but anyway, <laughs> but but, you know, thinking about that is still great. People movie. usually like usually use A New Hope, but yeah. No, no, but I, I, anyway, well, we can talk about it off air. Um, it doesn't mean I like that movie better. I just think, I think he studied it way too closely. Um, but anyway, I was going to say that I think the, the, you know, we talk about it and there's that, that it's not said specifically in it, but there is this confrontation with a non-human force of some kind. Right. And I think that's what, what brought up was Grant, you know, referencing, you know, Gilgamesh, Gilgamesh. No, but there's the Gilgamesh story, too. And and right. the well, Odyssey. Enkidu is essentially like, yeah, a wild man or something. Yeah, Described exactly. As a, a, another type of. Yeah. Thing. So it's just two separate sort of um, entities. But what and is they, they um, what is Grendel in? Grendel's uh, in Beowulf. 
Beowulf, thank you. I could not think of Beowulf, right? So, so right, we see these early myths, right? And we see them just as Campbell said, repeated and repeated. And that confrontation of the monster is is a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and monster, monster actually just comes from the Latin word monstrum, which means like a, a an omen, or like a or a, a, sort of a warning. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, and then, yeah. Oh, that of... makes me. All right. So let's go back to episode four, and I want to talk about what <laughs> each o, each monster omen. No, I'm just kidding. We don't have to do that, but I kind of want to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, nonetheless, I think it's essential to storytelling in general. Yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, the uh, yeah, and it just through history, all we've had is we there's always been giant monsters. You know, twenty thousand leagues under the sea, Cthulhu. You know, Smaug, Moby Dick. Yeah. There's always been. These giant well, creatures and, that, and if you even look to like human like history, there's obsession with these things. Mm-hmm. Like if you look at our seafaring, there's always obsession with Leviathans of some kind, even yeah. if they don't exist. The Kraken. I, I yeah. the Kraken. Cryptids. Yeah, I, every cryptids. every I, there's uh, a exactly. Charybdis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I always think of like the the early <laughs> western the Jersey Devil. Yeah. No, yeah, the Jersey I Devil. I think I saw the Jersey Devil in the Cantina. Yeah, yeah, you might yeah, have been there. I totally. Guess, yeah. As um, as a New Jerseyan, yeah, <laughs> be careful. I don't want to joke too hard about the Jersey Devil. One thousand and one nights has yeah, the, 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 the seventh son of a seventh son is nothing to mess around with. Right. But anyway, um, but then you have like good monsters like the Pegasus, like Bellerophon, yeah, Perseus, yeah. and the Pegasus. The Pegasus is a benevolent monster, like a creature, yeah. a cryptid, yeah. you know, like. Yeah. But it's benevolent in the story and. Oh, it's true. So it's always yeah. been. It's always there's always been this part of storytelling. I think that yeah. Star Wars is just classic myth. It's it's, it's it really is. I mean, it's yeah. 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 All right. Um, Do you want to end this with a couple of rounds of of fun stuff? Not that this yeah, has been fun stuff. Now. Let's let's end it with fun stuff. Let's do top three favorite alien char- uh, non human characters, and let's do uh, let's do the quick monster game. I know Grant has a monster game that Ben and I are going to fail at, but we're excited to play. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, Because I picked the most obscure creatures that I'm hoping you guys want. I hope so, too. It's going to be a lot of, no, what's that, Grant? Tell us. No, let's see. We haven't already said them. I'm like, "Eh." I don't want to be that guy either, so I hope No, no. I'm looking forward to, I don't care. I have no shame with this stuff. There's so many. Um, All right, so what we did was uh, we thought about kind of we'll each go through, do a quick round Robin of our three favorite non-human characters in star Wars. Uh, anyone want to go first? Do you want me to go, go first? first. There you go. Bingo. I'll go first. And, um, I'm going to do this cause it's, uh, I have a Don't take similar it. thing. Don't this take is actually, it, <laughs> yeah. Uh, for number three, uh, rocket Dell actually reminded how much, uh, me, how much I love this character and, um, rocket Dell. This is, uh, their favorite character as well. Uh, and that is uh, Figrin Dan. Uh, he does love the Bith. Our yes. favorite uh, uh, nice. Bith music player. Uh, the Bith are kind of amazing because it seems like they've got a musical thing. and <laughs> That's kind of it. So, you know, Figrin Dan you picked, one for, you picked one for Rocket Dell. You, you didn't. Yeah, it was a, well, you know. I mean, there's there's some uh, some. This is your number one. Synergy. This is your number three. This is your three. number three. three. Number three. Let's, Let's not, not go crazy. crazy. I did love yeah. the Jizz Whalers. Like I am yeah, a fan. I mean, get me wrong. Yeah, he was with the modal modes. Actually, I don't know about the uh, who the Jizz. No, that's the style. Oh, that's the style of music. <laughs> oh, it's Jizz Whale. The, the yeah. name of the band is Modal Nose. Everyone play loves Jizz, jizz music. Right. Let's be clear. Yeah. Fantastic. Funky Figrin Dan. Yeah. Who's next? 
I'll go. I mean, yeah, go for it, right? we already, I mean, we've already talked about my number one, but um, my number three, I've got to say is um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go uh, Ahsoka Tano. I think the design, yeah. through the design, um, the character, just who she is, is just, and then now in live action, I'm just enthralled by that. Yeah. Yeah. Got to be one of my favorite non-human characters of all time. That's such a good pick. I, I love that character, too. And I just I, you know, my mind doesn't disconnect between the animated and the live action. And I try not to do that. I enjoy the animated. But like I have always loved her and Hera is another character I really love, too. But like seeing her in live action is just really solidified. It's like, oh, that that's just an amazing, amazing Star Wars character. Yeah. Um, All right. <laughs> number three, I don't want to follow that up. But my number three is uh, Tian Madun. Anyone know who Tian Madun is? I got nothing. I got nothing. Don't <laughs> do this to me. <laughs> I, to be fair, I had to Google what is the name of the Powan from episode us... three. It's, the, it's, it's the Powan from episode oh, the, three the that we talked about earlier. Who's like, uh, he's yes. up on the seventh floor. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I that character didn't say. <laughs> I didn't exactly. Say. We don't have a so lot good. of fighters. I just good. that it's such a great character. The the design is amazing. I we already talked about it before. I love this character because it's another red herring. It yeah. he looks quote unquote evil, right? Looks like a bad guy, and is clearly just someone who is a leader, and extremely scared of being like taken. Like, yeah. like his, his his basically taking advantage by uh the white people. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, it's just this amazing. Like, it just is this quick role reversal of like, oh no, this dude's great. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's the cowardly vampire. Yeah, exactly. And I just I love the acting. I love everything else. And I just I remember I still remember sitting uh, again seeing episode three midnight showing. Loving it at first, then kind of going, okay, what are we doing here? And then, and then, and then the second this this episode, the second we get to this point, I'm like, I am back on board. Like this is awesome. <laughs> so that's my number three. That's okay, amazing. that's a good one. I think I've got to go geode on my for next one. The vintage. <laughs> I love it. Just because I love it. I, love it. I mean, <laughs> all right. Just Claudia Gray, just like the jokes, the rock jokes. Yeah. So good. If you ha- aren't reading the uh, High Republic, um, I suggest you know. Check out the, you know, the novelizations. They're amazing. But they created this character. He's a navigator. He's a rock named Geode, but is very sentient. And sentient uh, rock. And the rock jokes forever. Uh, yeah. Are amazing. They're amazing. He can also make himself. What would we learn in the last book? Uh, he can. How did oh. they phrase it? But he can he can make it so he basically is repels. Yeah, he can like magnetize himself because he's yeah. like mineral. Blaster he's not shots. Even, like, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I, I'd like to see more of that. You know, where they have like this sort of amorphous characters. Yeah, there was a great one in um the Princess of Alderaan book. Um, they actually there was a couple of like really interesting um, alien species in that book uh, that go on uh, with Leia and her journey. Um, yeah, they're great. But I, I like the sort of let's let's push the boundaries more than just like, OK, it's a human with a funny mask. Like, you know, let, let's do some some wild things. But uh, Geode is is a great uh, contribution to the so good world of aliens. My right. number two, guys, yeah. is our favorite Quirmian, Jarl Poof. 
No, <laughs> Ro Fu. No, uh, not really. Uh, no. uh, my number two is. <laughs> I mean, he's definitely as bad. I didn't. Think of he's it. near and dear to my heart. Um, yeah. Admiral Akbar. I mean, we're talking. Oh, about yeah. stole Akbar. Okay. Benjamin characters gotta be Akbar, dude. Like, it's my idea of war in Star Wars. Like, just the music, the Rebel Fleet theme, and just him moving around on that chair like that. Ugh, so good. So good. Like, yeah. I'll take that all day, every day. I think I quote Akbar almost every day. And I know it's like played out, but it's not like the, I just never like whenever I feel like the wall is closing in around or like that I'm, I'm getting into like a tough spot or it just like I, don't, <laughs> I just am always brought joy because then I get to say that's a trap. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and I'll say it around anybody and maybe I look like an idiot, but uh, I'm laughing on the inside. So all oh, rubber fighters pull up, pull up, pull yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> our ships can't handle. Firepower that magnitude. That was like the theme that I would hum like, yeah. in my head. All about Akbar for a very long time. he's the guy. It was. That's why when he's got short shrift and eight, like that is part of like that is it's going in my critique. Like I'm just like, what? Yeah. What? That was one I was like, was my guy. That was like. I grew up yeah. with that guy a lot. <laughs> yeah, I have a rebuttal to that, but I won't. I won't get to it now. Uh, but I, I yeah, the, the uh, guy had three seconds of scream time in the last movie died. Oh no! Uh, so anyway, so um, <laughs> at least have him say oh like a scream. Yeah. Give me like oh, an scream. It truly was a trap. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> Just so I, I know, just so I had like their screen presence. So well, I mean, I think know. my biggest critique is I'm like, wait, he died. Like, I, I, it, I almost didn't realize he died until my second viewing. Do you know what I mean? Because it was just like you're so focused on Leia in that scene yeah. that like it wasn't just like I'm like, oh no, Akbar. Right. Um, I don't know. Akbar meant a lot to me, but Leia meant. No, oh, Akbar is great. I, I love that pick. I think Akbar is amazing, and they've done such good work with him in the expanded universe as well. Like, I just think he's such an important character and his work and and i mean i don't know if it's in new eu but being um you know under the heel of the empire for so long mm, like i think he's, yeah. they, they make him almost like a man a nelson mandela like character in some ways yes somehow yeah. right yeah like so it's really it's really such interesting work and also uh similarly here's a little pop quiz for you all how do you spell uh admiral akbar's first name the uh, g-a-i-l G I A L. You're correct. It is Gail. It is Gail Akbar, but it's G I A L. So if you ever get into a uh, trivia thing, and I have a friend that this happened to, uh, remember it's G I A L. Yeah, I would have gotten that one wrong too. Oof. So what's that, Gail? It's Gail. It's Gail. Gail, but you can't say that. That's how you say anyway. It's Gail. I would have been yelling. Gail. I would have been drunk and yelling at the at the at the person running trivia, then and then swiftly kicked out of the bar. So. Again, to follow that up, my number two is Watt Tambor. Oh, nice. Yes, oh, you so do good. love Watt Tambor. I do love Watt Tambor. Do they have a species name? Is there they like sure a... do. What and this it? made me love him. This made me bump him up from number three to number two. <laughs> he is a Skakonian from the letter of from the planet of Skako. Oh, wow. So big Skako. <laughs> okay. Yes. All right. I'm going to out myself Skako as a fan of Ska. Is that Skako minor system? It is, and it's spelled S K A K O, 
and ska is spelled ska. Like it's spelled like the music genre, <laughs> which is my favorite yeah. musical genre of all time. So I'm like, That's I amazing. loved him. I knew I loved him. I didn't know why. Now I really know why. I do because yeah, on it, on the weekends he wears funny shoes and checkered <laughs> pants and oh. yeah. Cool. I mean, I'm literally wearing fun. a sweater for uh, Bad Time Record Company, which is my favorite current, really liberal ska record label right now. Check them out, Bad Time Records. Check Gosh. out We Are the Union. They're doing uh, the work. For, uh, let's hear it, let's hear it um, Ben. All right, so this has got to be my number one. I, it's so hard to pick one, but I, I think yeah. you guys called me out. I, now that I know that you guys are taking this seriously, I was going to go with like... <laughs> I'm uh, going, Nico, I mean, if we did makeup like favorite application, like process. I mean, it's such a hard like. What makes it your favorite, right? Like it's. I know. It's I, honestly, I really love Nico from Resistance. I know neither of you choose. Him, oh yeah, yeah. He's that's a great pick. Yeah, that's he's a good, oh, that's a good yeah, quality comedy. I would say like per minute comedy. He's yeah. like, dropping lines, dude. He is on fire. Yeah, he really carried that show at a lot. It was hilarious. Um, and I wanted to give him a shout, but I mean, I, I think I got to go. I mean, if we're being serious, uh, nine nub, you know, nine nub. He's he's just great. Nine, number one nine one nine nub stan on this podcast. Yeah, for a yeah he's great. Definitely playing Battlefront one made me love him more because he just like smokes fools. And uh, Solist is actually a great. Um, yeah, it's a great cool backstory. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a, there's a yeah great stories around Solist actually. It's a fascinating planet. I would love to have a story, but like, why can't the Mandalorian have to go and like find a special weapon? It's sort of like a shipbuilding world, right? Like, a yeah, yeah, yeah. So... It was kind of imposed on them, and we know in the High Republic we see the very beginnings of them becoming a ship. And they build star destroyers there. Is that right? Yeah, um, I think Kuat's there or something, but they they're, they're yeah, shipyards. They, uh, yeah, co-op shipyards are there, I think. Uh, but I think they, so they started, like, I think we're going to find in High Republic that the Solus started making their sort of naval fleet for the Republic. And then um, I think the Empire just like, just sucked all the, um, all the minerals and, and uh, resources out of the planet. So it's kind of like a volcanic dead world by the time the uh, stuff comes around. And we find out in various books that, uh, yeah, Nine Nub was a an early resistance member and started on his planet and was the leader of the resistance on Solist against the Empire, um, and then sort of graduated to to um, the the true rebellion, um, and was yeah pretty awesome co pilot for Lando Calrissian in Return of the Jedi, um, and then you know tragically shot down in the last battle, but was but did drive the um, what is it uh, the Yavin, when we, what's it? I'm sorry. Uh, the blockade the runner, runner? blockade runner or the blockade runner. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember the Tantive. The Tantive. Four. Tantive yeah. Four. yeah. I was like, it's something four. I'm like, it's not yeah. the Tantive Four. Um, um, yeah, and maybe have died. I know. I mean, it looked like he got pretty electrocuted and uh, was falling out of the it sky. Was, it was unclear. I kept trying to like bolster your hope by checking Wikipedia for like weeks and weeks and weeks after episode nine. But I think if you go on episode, I think if you go Doesn't on Wikipedia yeah, now, it officially has him as dying. Yeah. He kind of got an Akbar death, honestly. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. I'll, I'll stop talking. Um, you guys do. Uh, well, mine's obvious. I'll just, it's Yoda, obviously, number one. But uh, that's all. Frank Oz, just, you know, yeah. spellbinding performance from Frank Oz. Um, I'm just a huge fan of his work um in episode eight in in empire you know every every time in return of the jedi like every time 
he comes to star wars it's special and uh i just i hope we get more in the future i mean he's i think he's he's be excited to come back if obi-wan if he's gonna yeah. be an obi-wan if we're gonna get some yoda and obi-wan that'd be great hopefully yeah. it's as good as oh, what yeah. ryan wrote for him in eight because i think there's a, a really high bar now and yeah. it's always remained high so it's like it's very hard to do that character but if you do that character it could be a really fun time yeah i bet um favreau had the similar feeling it was just like you know what i can't write yoda but i'm gonna i want to have a creature with the same sort of power sure yeah and you know and obviously created grogu but um yeah i don't i don't think there's a better creature there than yoda i mean or a better yeah. better alien, alien. yeah non-human yeah it's pretty cool pretty cool awesome. good that's amazing can't go wrong with yoda um so i swear i took mine serious um <laughs> i was thinking about like i part of me is i had trouble of like i just like i had trouble choosing something like like um chewy right like because it's just like that character oh, means such a good pick, though. It, but it means so much. It's so hard to be like, that's my favorite. Cause like, it's like, I'm trying to think of like what, like by, by pre narrowing it down by saying non alien, right. Or non human. Yeah. I started thinking of like, cause it's weird. Like my mind didn't think of Chewie originally because I'm like, Chewie's just Chewie. You know yeah, what I mean? Neither did I. He's just, it's hard. He right. Family, and, you know? and so I just did it real quick, but my number one alien non human character is um and i just think about how i reacted first when i saw him and how much i've been obsessed with him is zuckus oh, nice. <laughs> and part of it is like i just will always think about i mean you you both know my obsession with four Lam and zuckus yes. right like i just those are the characters i want to see the most i i Thank they you, better I show up in Boba some two, maybe iteration of 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 the mandalorian I, I, I just, I just, they were so alien. Yeah. If you think about yeah. it in terms of like, because prior to, and we saw in episode four, we saw some insect like characters in the cantina, but they were kind of janky looking and yeah. really quick, like not, just not quick great. shots. And this was just like, what is that thing? Like I just still, and I think I remember when we were at, like we went to Rhode Island comic-con and we had like we went to that the creatures um, panel. I just had that question because it was all the people that were part of the cantina scene, and I had that question of just like, why is this four seconds of film right. so impactful? Like, like you know, because you can't even get your brain around what you're looking at. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wore my VHS copy out of of <laughs> Empire just 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 pausing sure. on on that scene, like because yeah, I just was obsessed. All they all look amazing. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and trying to draw them and just trying to figure out what's going on. Because, again, it's for us, it, for, you know, me, it was pre-internet. Like, there was, like, some of the reference books, but it was just, like, what are those things? Right. I know. <clears throat> Bosk was on my list, too, because it's just, like, yeah. the feet talons hanging over the ledge in that scene was just, like, yeah. I was just, like, what? It was awesome. But yeah. I just and learned was, a new never fact seen... about the Gand, which is the Zuckus, which is the species to which right. Zuckus belongs. Yeah. There are... Two species of gang gans. There's oh, yeah. the breathing, breathing gans, mm -hmm. which is what Zuckus belongs to. And then there are the non-breathing gand. They don't breathe? Apparently they do not. They do not need to breathe to maintain life. And this is from Wikipedia. They draw its sustenance uh by absorption from its food intake. So apparently it gets its oxygen from consuming food, which I want to be that creature. Is maybe a thing that can happen. I don't know. However, the most interesting fact is, and I quote, members of the subspecies approximated speech 
by modulating the sounds of their flatulences. So they they talk talk with their farts. Yes. So <laughs> this now doubles down on why Zuck is yeah. my number one. Now, granted, he doesn't fart to speak, but he's related to people that fart to speak. <laughs> speak with farts. All the better. Oh, wow. oh that's fantastic. Um, okay. I'm so glad we ended on a high note. Uh, no, we, we have uh, one more game. Oh, that's right. We do have the game. Thank God. I didn't want to go out on that. There, I mean, like, there's some honorable shout outs, like, I think yeah. we need to make just quickly before yeah. we leave this section, which is like Opo Rancisis. Yeah. I mean, Yarl Poof uh, was, on my, Proxima, was on my, like, was on my short, Mother Proxima. Brindalid yeah. or something. Like, she's yeah. like, and, and that's a high. That's Mayor Mokshayiz was going to be like oh, well, I, Shayiz, yeah. I, I also had Bib, so I, I had Bib Fortuna on my short list too. Bib Fortuna, I just love how gross he is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out to Bib. Yeah, shout out to all the Twilix characters. They're all there's a lot of Twilix. Twilix are lot, pretty, a lot of yeah. diverse diversity within the Twilix. The Twilix. Yeah, there's a lot of exposure, like a lot of Twilix exposure in Star Wars. It's kind of yeah. um uh it, it, it's definitely part of the brand at this point. Um, yeah. Shout out to Garfalaquox, just because his name yeah. is <laughs> Good name. Yes. That's a great name. Go, yep. Go. Uh, yeah, Duros and Cad Bane and all that stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, and uh, obviously in the higher oh, Shiv. Remember some... Shiv? Sorry. Yeah. Shiv, Duros Shiv. Shiv from yeah, uh, yeah. Battlefront 2. Battlefront. Yeah. Um, He's awesome. Yeah, and then and then quickly, like, into the higher Republic, there's some incredible uh, non-human characters in there. We have, like, uh, uh, what do we have? We have like um, Pretree Vitor is like the Grand Master of the, of yeah. the castle. Yeah, he's his ab. You got like Estala Maru on Starlight Beacon. Um, you have um, uh, and if you're reading the High Republic comic adventures, you got Farzala and Court. Those are great yeah, looking Court. new yeah. non yeah. characters. Yeah. Um, yeah, just shout out to High Republic and Skier. Yeah. Uh, we, didn't, we didn't do news today, which we said we were going to do, and then I promptly skipped it. But um, we are going to do the best. In, we're yeah, be yeah. Real <laughs> we're already at an hour and a half. Um, but yeah, in October 17th, we're going to get a uh, illustrated book, The Art of uh, the High Republic, which I cannot wait to purchase. Agreed. And Nicholas Breitall hired, signed on to Andor to do the score. Love that composer. Uh, that mm -hmm. was big news for me. And the John Watts Favreau news. We'll talk about that next week. Yeah. But um, you guys ready for the sponsor this creature spotting game? Yes, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get ready. Listeners, ready to be stumped. I tried to pick some obscure creatures and we'll just I will just say the creature name, the species name. I will not like if that's all you'll get. And then if you you'll get one point if you name the the film or television episode that this creature appears in and you'll get two points if you can describe the scene what's, what's scaring me is the television episode i'll tally part it. Of it but let's do yeah, it yeah i'll tally it but um okay number mm -hmm. one um i guess i don't know do you guys want to just like go just yell it out I I, we'll just yell it yeah, out we'll yell it out yeah okay well, whoever yells it out first, Adam, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure we'll both know this right yeah. up. We'll be going right at the bat, I'm sure, right at the bat. Yeah. yeah, I just All need right, to this, type a couple things into Google. The first creature, yeah. here we go. Everyone ready? Yes. Uh, where do we see the Hapabore? The Hapabore. Uh, episode seven. Oh, uh, 
It's no, the it's one that's drinking two. out of the water. Episode two. It's the things that um they ride. Oh, yeah, Adam the- already got it. He, it's it's a giant boar, the pig drinking out of the trough. And, yeah. And, and oh, that's the right next to it. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Sorry, I thought. Uh, I'm just so glad I got one things. right because now when you I got get the scene, none of the you got rest. the movie and the scene, so you got two on that one. Okay. Uh, I'll tally it here. Uh, okay, next, next creature. <laughs> Where do we see the massive? The massive. And there's two. There's two. Correct. Yes. There's like. Uh, there's actually like. Yeah. There's. there's so there's we've seen the massive a couple of times. On. There's multiple yeah. ways you can get two points. On oh. Oh 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 oh. Um, is it is it oh 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 is it episode two? And are those the dogs that the Tuscans have? Correct. Oh, oh Adam, I, I, I swear to God, that. I'm not typing anything in the, into I anything. I'm not. Wow. All right, here we go. Next one. That these are. I'm trying to pick obscure creature names here. This is really we're really trying to be obscure here. Where do you see the Myron? The the Myron or the Mayron? I got nothing on this one. Nothing. Got nothing. Yeah, it doesn't even it. sound familiar. <laughs> nothing. Yeah, nothing. I got you, nothing. I don't it, even have a cousin of the Myron is actually is the name of the the species the Borgella is. Oh, uh, so all right. Never would have gotten that. Yeah, yeah. Myron. Yeah. This uh, is Grant. Nice. Like, yeah. Memorizes all the, the books. These are weird ones. Out. These are yeah, strange absolutely. ones. So, uh, okay. Nice. Okay. Here we go. Where do we see the Calhoun? The Calhoun. It's not a charhound, right? It's a. Uh... That sounds really familiar. That's. Uh... <laughs> These are all creatures. Oh, yes. Come on. Ah. <sighs> Put me out of my mom brain. Yeah, I'm not gonna get it. It's uh, no. <laughs> what is Calhoun it, Grant? Calhoun is one of the deadliest creatures in the galaxy. Is is yeah, one of the most poisonous, venomous, deadliest. Oh, is it the is it the is it the 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 viper from episode nine? No, no. I got nothing. Is it is the. It is the centipede-like insect that Zam Wessel oh, uses oh. deploys into Senator Padman Madala's bedroom while she's sleeping. It's making me real hard not not <laughs> swearing on this. But right dude, now. they don't say that in the movies, right? You have to. No, look. no. You have I, to basically yeah. get, go deep. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I knew I. Yeah, I got to get that Aliens and Monsters book because. Uh, <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, you know where I'm pulling this from. Uh, where do we see the Lugabeast? The Lugabeast. I know this. I know this. I know this. I know this. I don't know this. Do you like I know it's this. another episode two Lugabeast? No. Oh! Is it? Is it episode seven? Is it? God darn it is it is it the thing uh i so i it's okay it's episode seven it's oh, wait, it's, it's the thing that the that, that the guy rides in the uh, tibu that tebow is riding the guy that rides through correct the correct so i'm gonna yeah. give you both one I'm yeah we each get one. one that was the joint that was uh, a gear yeah yeah 
That's where I was like, I was literally like, look, look, what's looking? What piece is looking? Okay. I forget oh. that, but she's like the guy that tries to steal. Um, uh, yeah. BB eight. Is it Tebow? Right? Tebu? What's his name? Tito. 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 Yeah. Tito. Tito. Fascinatingly enough, Tito is actually the name of his species. Oh, his... that's right. But also Tito his name, Tito. right? Isn't Tito uh, the Tito? Yeah, Tito that's, is a Tito. That sounds racist to me. I'm yeah, that doesn't sound. <laughs> I yeah, didn't write it. Politics are really, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, in the gutter. Yeah. This film, um, not a, yeah, and then um, yeah. So that is that. You guys both got one on that. Uh, let's do one more. Nice. Here. Let's do let's do a couple more here. Uh, the Kintan Strider, Kintan Strider. There's Gosh. multiple correct answers for this. Oh, multiple. Say they. This is this a. Is this on um. From Rebels on um, the main world there. No. The Strider. Oh, wait, no. Or is this a High Republic? I know. I know this. All right. uh, I can give you guys a hint on this one. Okay. Yeah. You got to give us a hint. I don't think we see this this creature in live action. No. It's not uh, something we actually see in on screen right. in live action. It living. We don't see a living, breathing version of this of this creature. Based on the hint, I have a guess. It's it's and a so way out. A it's, it's, it's a way out there guess. Sure. Not way out there, but I'm just kind of like shot in the dark. Is it episode four, and is it during the um the the virtual? Why well, can't think it was called the virtual chess scene? chess scene or episode yes. seven the jerk yes the jerk correct that's two points <laughs> oh my that, god all right no give me one point on that because i got okay. the hint like that was that was a that was not because to be fair i've never heard that before i never would have gotten that but your your hint was enough i'm trying to think of like when have we seen not like creatures in wow person. i was thinking it like, was something in like uh jabba's like uh throne room where like mounted on the wall oh that's a yeah that's a good one yeah yeah. No, it's not. I'm getting... One of the pieces no, of the Dejarge board. Yeah. Um, John okay. Snow in this we'll, one. We'll do two more here. Where do we see the shock? The shock. It's oh. HAK. Is that in, is that episode two? And is that in the Taranaki Arena? Is that one of the creatures in Taranaki Arena? No. No. No? Okay. But you're warm. <laughs> Ish. It's not in... <sighs> Rebels on the plane. I'm I'm grasping at straws here. I'm, oh wait, wait. What did you say? What did you say? In rebels and like <laughs> no. one of the like. Okay. No. However, again, context clues. I'm close. And then Grant just reacted to the term planes. Yeah. Are those those weird bulbous animals in episode two <laughs> yeah. that that Anakin is riding on top of exactly. during their courting exactly. scene? Oh, that was what I thought That's the exactly. uh, the other things were the shock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are the they are the kind of like bovine like bloated. Yeah. I will uh, take I will take a point for that. that <laughs> Does it matter Batman. if it's ten to one or thirteen to one? <laughs> yeah. yeah, just try to play honest and fair. <laughs> He's already We're dead. giving out of one. How about that? So it's not it's not like yeah. a million to one here. Um, or where do we see the famba? The famba. Famba? Yeah, I uh, this is definitely. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, 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 nothing. Any any hints on this? I, that does not sound familiar. Pre- prequel. 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 Prequel trilogy. 
All right. Well, if we, you said if we get the movie, we get we get we get a point, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. You right. Get a, right. Yeah. So I guess. Yeah. So that's like now it's a game of three, chicken between Ben five. and I. Who yeah, wants to say the first three, one? Three, two, one. Uh, I okay. I'll just guess episode three. Okay, Ben, you want to throw in? Uh, I was also uh, yeah. I'll say I know. I'll give you this, Adam. No, zero points. Oof, zero points. <laughs> Great, right, Ben. Episode two. Uh, actually, episode maybe actually. Oh, for heaven's sake! <laughs> oh wow. It might be in episode three. I might have to look at the <laughs> replay on that, honestly. Yeah, you really? On that. That feels real cheap. I don't think I don't uh, think Adam's it, already think emptied his bench and he's letting the them very play against end me. Of, of that movie. But that shouldn't give you a hint, Ben. At the end of that movie? Yeah. Uh I don't know. Is it yeah, Mustafar? No. No. I got nothing, man. The Famba are those giant brontosaurus creatures that the Gungans employ to, to generate the shields. In. Oh, oh. Wow. never knew that. <laughs> oh, yeah. At the I end never... of the funeral scene, they're not in the funeral scene anywhere standing, right? I don't think so. Okay. Or are they, so. are they dragging the litter? Yeah, I thought they were like, uh, there's oh, something dri- pulling Padme. It's I mean, not, if that's they're true, way small. Like, they're way small. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think it was that. It no. might have been, though. I mean, um, I'll I, I'll take a point if you're willing to give it, but I don't think that's. I think I think I'm en- yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm enjoying learning in this. But, yeah, no, yeah, this no. fun. I, like, like I like half of these I've heard, and then like the other, it's amazing yeah. how much some of them are I've tough. Read I'm trying every to pick, single I'm trying Star to pick Wars the, book I think the most difficult ones. Like, Bamba. yeah, uh, we'll do. All right, well, do you guys have time for a couple how more? I, I love it. Like, okay, two more. Okay, two, two more, two more after that. Two, two I can more. find them. How about put me out of my misery? We'll do we'll do we'll do one more. Let's just do one, one more. more. All right. Everyone All right. get ready. Where do we see the EOP? Oh, that is oh, the that's in episode... that, uh, Tatooine and that farts. It's the okay, thing yeah. 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 There we go. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's a okay. There you go. He gave me a token. There we go. Seven three. No. That's not too bad. That's really not too bad. I think that's a that was a good matchup. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, Adam, hats <laughs> off. That was uh, impressive. I mean, to be fair, I got like four of those seven right up front. Like I just, I, I started strong and then I kind of, yeah, I was kind of stumbling for the rest of it. That was a good one. Good. That's fun. That the OP I thought would be hard, but you know that, that once I said it, I was like, oh yeah, we we've talked about that. I feel like yeah, yeah. we've already talked about flatulence on this podcast. Already. <laughs> it's true. Why don't we end? My head was know, already where we were. Yeah. Yeah. Tried to get us out of that tailspin. And we're right back to farting. We did it. You know, we did it, guys. Um, all right. Thank you, everyone, for listening to us in this uh, podcast. You know, just it's fun traveling across the whole galaxy and the whole timeline that we know and uh, thinking about what brings them all together and uh, doing this. So um, talk to us on Discord. Check us out on Instagram and um, Twitter. Get at us. We'll try and throw some whatever our thoughts are this week up there in real time um uh but otherwise thanks so much for listening to us really appreciate it we'll talk to you again next week and as always may the force be with you this is grex kondak signing off for the latest breaking news follow at core world news on twitter and instagram thank you and good night remember the force will be with you always <laughs>